Hello and welcome to the annual Only Lovers Awards, where I get together with my besties. We take a look at the books that we read and we decide, you know, which ones were the standouts. So I made a presentation. Tasha and Drea are here. Say hello to everybody. Let us know what you're looking like. What's your background? I am just coming home from work, so I'm a little greasy. But I put a little bit of lipstick on and I've got the Miss Universe background. It's not an award show. But Drea showed up with a great background and I had to try to match energies. And I remembered uh, Miss uh, Puerto Rico this year is wearing like a massive satellite as her heritage costume. And I was just trying to bring the spirit. <laughs> so everybody else say hello. Let us know what your background is. And, uh, and then we'll get started. Okay. Well, I just have a, I think like whatever you're picturing as like typical award show kind of background you know like red carpet and lots of lights and like gold that's my background um and i am not just getting home from work <laughs> so i had a little bit more time i played around with a little eyeshadow um only for my only lovers besties i don't wear makeup anywhere else um and i just have my hair in two braids and i'm wearing a t-shirt so it's like a weird mix of uh, I tried and also I didn't. <laughs> but I, I like it when people show up to the red carpet and they're just kind of like in flip flops, <laughs> you know, I like it. <laughs> I got these at Payless. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but you, Tash? Uh, I put some lipstick on to not look like shit. I put some eyeshadow on, too. That was like a little darker for the 13th, but. Then my eyes got really fuzzy looking at the computer and it's like, damn it, fine. I guess I'll put my glasses back on. <laughs> now you can't tell, but it, it looks fine. And I'm just wearing a sweater and some sweatpants. It's cold outside. So I'm, I'm going to rock. I've been rocking different sweatpants and different sweatshirts today. The week has been like the daytime sweatpants and sweatshirt and then the nighttime sweatpants and sweatshirt. My background is the winner of the Westminster Dog Show next to the trophy coming down the line like next month or so we're going to be getting together in portland for a only lovers writing retreat i'm so excited uh, i'll probably make some content while we're over there probably post it up on instagram so if you want to follow any of us then you can find our uh, instagram links in the description box um you can go to our only lovers page on instagram as well um and if you're new to the channel if you're just stumbling upon this like random award ceremony that we're having with ourselves um yeah, make sure to like and subscribe. So Amanda is my sister, as Drea mentioned, and she is the unofficial fourth lover, right, of the book club that usually reads the books and or always watches the hangouts, gives me feedback and lets me know like, okay, that was actually really funny, you know? Uh, and so the way that we usually do this, right, uh, we'll have like a big Google document and we will write down all of the books that we read in the year and the characters, and, you know, we'll just kind of like write our name next to the title of the, you know, the one that we want to win for that category. And if it's got at least two votes, then that's the that's the book that wins. And so for the past couple of years, it's it's just been that way. And depending on usually Dre is the first one to, <laughs> to answer it. Um, Tasha and myself, usually just at some point later on in the month, we'll, we'll make it happen. But this year I was like, you know what? I want it to be a complete surprise. So I made a form and I sent it off to everybody, including myself. And so we all kind of like voted on our own. And this morning I checked the winners 
uh, and there were a couple, but there were some that, you know, we each voted for something different. So there was no consensus. So I sent those three titles to my sister and she was the one who added that little extra vote to tip it. She didn't know who voted for what. I just said, here's the list. Here's the, the, I need you to break this tie or whatever. I need you to, you know, vote for one of these books. And so she did. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's how, that's our methodology for, for this year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, uh, you know, before we kind of get into it, we all kind of wrote like a reading resolution. We're all readers. Um, for the most part, we'll read at least one book a month, which is our book club book. Um, but, you know, some of us read more, more throughout the month. And um, it's always nice to kind of like set goals. Although sometimes it's nice to not set goals, but everyone submitted a resolution. So these are the ones that um, were in our form. So reading resolutions are take my time reading, take more notes and be on social media less. And that's me. <laughs> I want to read a little bit more closely i don't care if it means i'm reading less because i'm taking my time with it and i want to like wean myself off of being on instagram so much uh it's just taking up so much of my brain time so so mine is the second one and it says don't read a book just because you feel you have to <laughs> um i am guilty of signing up to do all of the buddy reads all of the book clubs and then I get stressed out when inevitably I realize how many books I've like said I'm going to read on any given month um and so yeah it's just uh be more like mindful of my time because the thing is that while I do like to plan some of my stuff ahead I am also very much like a mood reader um, and if I commit to too many things, then that doesn't give me the flexibility of saying, you know what, I just feel like reading X today just because because I'll have in the back of my mind, oh, but I have to finish these buddy reads that are coming up or um, so that's my goal. Uh, just say no more <laughs> and not feel bad or or just don't say yes to begin with, because sometimes nobody's asking me yes or no. And I'm the one who's volunteering the yes. <laughs> so, so stop doing that. <laughs> I think that's a good reading resolution, but I also think that's a good resolution, period. Like you can yeah. say no to more <laughs> things or just not say anything. Just don't say anything. Exactly. I don't have to say anything. Nobody's going to come after me. <laughs> So my reading goal specifically is to stop getting more books <laughs> and like slow down on the borrows I'm doing through the library because I am dumb and I'll just put a bunch of things on hold because I hear about them and I think they're cool and I put them on hold and then I'll get like three things at the same time and I'll, I'll send stuff back. But for certain books, it takes so long for the hold to come through that when it does come through, I'm like, fuck, if I don't do it now, it's just going to take so long. So I'll be borrowing all these digital books. But I have dozens of books here that I just have bought and have been meaning to read. Like I still haven't. I have Crying in H Mart. I have the like, I'm glad my mom's dead. I have the Stanley Tucci cookbook. I have like Gabrielle Union's autobiography. I have a bunch of shit that I really want to read. And I started reading like Stephen King's It four years ago and I still haven't finished reading it. Like I have a lot of things I need to finish. So my goal is to just read what I have here. And then if I am going to get some new stuff, just like ensure that I'm being diverse in the kinds of books that I'm reading. So I've been trying to get more like autobiographical things or things that are not just like fantasy. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my goal. 
that's a great goal. I think that's good too. Um, sometimes the pressure of library holds is like really real. Like you want to support your library and then you're like, oh shit, I did too much, you know? So I think those are all really good. I think our, our goals are very like attainable and very like No, and here's the doable. thing, like I would add to my goal, both of your goals. <laughs> <laughs> Because I should be on social media less and take my time more and take more notes. And I have to be my problem is not that I buy too many books is that I say yes <laughs> to too many arcs. And then I just have all these. I have advanced reader copies for books that published like six months ago. <laughs> like it's no longer an advanced copy and it's still sitting in my shelf. So. I'm going to try to incorporate things from both of your <laughs> resolutions as well. <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's kind of why I wanted to share them as well, because mm -hmm. I think they're all really good. You know, mm -hmm. um, I could also like uh, read You're more great of the books at saying that I own. No. no, I am great at saying no. <laughs> uh, I don't I think no. you need help with that. <laughs> no, but uh, reading more of the books that I actually own. So I also mm -hmm. will buy a book because I would like to support it. But I don't, unlike... I will buy books and I don't mind like keeping books. Um, I like to gift books a lot. Like I like to give them away. I'll put them in a little library. Like I don't have an issue with like making space and getting rid of books. I will take them to half price books. I'll sell them somewhere. I'll, I, I will just get rid of them. Um, sometimes I will buy a book because I do want to support the author. And that doesn't always mean that I read the book. And I feel no pressure. I feel absolutely no pressure to do so unless I want to. <laughs> so <laughs> I got your money. That's what matters. Exactly. Uh, they got my money and I got my like author karma and so be it. Yeah. So those are our reading resolutions. And so here are the categories that we're going to be discussing. So I did, could not fit them all and I refused to add an extra row. But here are the basic ones, and we're going to go through all of them. So uh, most chemistry, pluckiest protagonist, loveliest love interest, sexy, sexy scenes, cringy scenes, super side character, best rep, best representation, uh, big disappointment, best hangout, and like maybe two or three more. So these are all the, the categories that we voted on. Without further ado, let us begin. Only lovers awards. So first category, most chemistry. And this year in the uh, form, I added like a, a question or a description because sometimes it would be like, well, that's a pluckiest protagonist, but I didn't think this, it's fine. It's just, so I added a question to kind of like clarify or whatever. Uh, and so this one is for, so which fictional couple had sparks flying right off the page for you? And the winner of most chemistry goes to... Evan and Lusalana from a Caribbean heiress in Paris. This is by Adriana Herrera. Favorite, favorite here. I added like a little animated pixel again. <laughs> Those are all so cute. This is really, really cute. Did we did we all vote for that? I voted. I for did it. not. No, no. Tashai, what'd you vote for? <laughs> um, I voted for the couple from Seven Days in June. Mm. That was that was I'm, a good one too. That was a good one. That was a good one. I'm not. They were just I, like teenage sex and then adult sex. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like this one feels like it was a consistent attraction. Yeah. No. I. I. It, I want to say, and I don't know if this is going to be the case for you, Drea, but like it was really close for me. Like I was like, it oh, was really close oh, for oh. me. And honestly, what cinched it was like that one scene in the club where like. 
they're like not touching but they're almost touching and he can feel her gun and like like that scene is what clinched it for me really it's just the gun <laughs> it's the gun Trans it really life. is we're going to talk about it again. I'm just letting you know it's going to come up again. <laughs> it's not the, this is not going to be the last time we see Luz Arana on this award show. Okay. So the next category is pluckiest protagonist. And this is pluckiest protagonist is just for, you know, alliteration purposes. But this is which protagonist did you like the most? Some romances. You know, you could say there's two protagonists, but I feel like there's some books where you know who you're supposed to be rooting for, <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> uh, and so the winner of Pluckiest Protagonist goes to Jamilet from hey. The Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic School. Uh, so yeah. Okay, but I'm like two out of two here. I mean, I didn't look at our names. I just <laughs> looked at which book had it. So which one did, so I guess... Now we know. Well, yeah, no, I'm keeping count now. Oh. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Oh, for two so far. This is like oh, fantasy, fantasy okay, book draft. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't want it to be like, oh, you didn't vote for my thing. Like now we can definitely say it just was me voting like my taste and we coincided in some and not in others. Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. I lost. I lost a couple. I saw I did lose a couple. Don't worry. <laughs> There's one in there at least. Uh, so who'd you vote for, Tishai? This one I voted for, Luz. Mm. Oh, she is the plucky protagonist. Yeah. And I really liked her. I just like, I don't know, I just like Yavi more. I just really liked... You know what? And I, I will say, I think several of the books we read this year had really plucky protagonists. But yeah. because, like, me personally, I'm not going to choose the YA for any of, like, the sexy things. I was like, I'm going to give Yami the, the uh. plucky protagonist one because I felt like I wanted to give it an award. I really enjoyed that book. I really enjoyed that hangout. So our next category is loveliest love interest if you see a typo you did well, no you did i'm just laughing because yeah. i know i lost this one <laughs> well we all did because we all voted for a different one and so amanda had to come in and do the final vote so Ooh. um we had like right uh i'm gonna read the three i don't know who's is who's <laughs> but i feel like i know who voted for who honestly let's be honest <laughs> so loveliest love interest which love interest set your heart aflame we had a vote for death i wonder who that was we had a vote for camila from uh <laughs> uh better off red and then we had a vote for michael from the kiss quotient and the winner is michael from the kiss quotient yay thank you amanda <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I think that Michael does fit this category the best, you know, like I went with my heart, but I don't know. It's, my heart doesn't always have to be right. And sometimes it just isn't. <laughs> so congrats, Michael. Whatever. All right. <laughs> so we move on to the hottest scene, right? So this is usually is the hottest like sex scene, but I decided to change it because sometimes in some of these books, right, sex isn't even happening. There's like a lot of longing and a lot of like pining and um, photographing. And that's <laughs> super sexy. So which scene was the most effective in terms of style and heat? It did not have to include sex. And there was only a couple, only a handful, only a handful of them. Um, so the winner of the hottest sexy scene was Caribbean heiress in Paris. Evan and Luz Alana in the Watchtower. <laughs> this is great. Mm. 
Uh, did anyone who voted for something different? Um, I voted for something different. Um, I voted for the seven days in June, um, the Ooh. scene in the museum, because while I do agree that this was very hot, they were very close for me. But I agree that the scene was very hot. Oof. Yes, it was. It was quite caliente in my personal <laughs> in my personal opinion. And not like there's no like P and B happening here. It's it's very much like one character doing something to the other character. And they're both very into it. It's just very mm -hmm. nice. The stars are out, you know, like I love a good outdoors <laughs> situation. Um, and they're basically kind of like sealing the deal on their little marriage contract. So mwah. Chef kiss. <laughs> I feel like Andrea really thought through a lot of stuff, and I'm like, and she's got like a Gantt chart. She's got her like Venn diagram. Listen, of she's it's, voted on. <laughs> it's that's legit. Just my anxiety playing out. Even though this doesn't matter, nobody's gonna see this. I'm like. But can I do this to a book that I enjoyed? Like, I haven't awarded them anything. And it's just like me, like, thinking, I don't know, overthinking things. Moving right along to the polar opposite, the Arctic tundra of the, the categories. Uh, it is, fuck. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, actually. Cringiest scene. Which scene was the least effective in terms of sexiness? It's more like cringe than anything else. And the winner was better off red when the roommate is feeding and grinding on the protagonist's girlfriend and busts a nut so loud she can he be heard on the other side of the room and no one's enjoying it no one's having a good time while this is happening <laughs> <laughs> and i'm wondering miss weatherspoon why'd you do that to me <laughs> i voted for this one too i'm just like i think most of the sex scenes in the vampire book was just like a little too much a little too much this one was a lot, though. I feel like this, one, this one just topped like... the, the vampire fang in my clit situation, for sure. <laughs> okay, I the only reason I didn't vote for this one for cringiest was because I was in between cringy scenes. And for me, the deciding factor was that this actually served a plot point. You know, it was like mm -hmm. the whole like, okay, now I'm going to be jealous. We're not going to communicate, blah, 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 misunderstandings. Okay, so like... There was sort of a reason. Let's leave the cringe aside. We are going now to super side character, right? Which side character? Which book had a side character that you feel should have had their own book, or you know, probably will have a book in the future? We did not agree. We all had a different mm. answer. One of us answered the uh, the daughter from Seven Days in June. Another one answered Las Leonas from Caribbean Iris and Paris, which is why I say they probably will have their own book. And another person said, Francis uh, from Reputation by Lex Croucher. Mm. Uh, my sister added the vote and surprising absolutely no one, Las Leonas from a Caribbean Heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera wins. Amanda and Tashai are like, you know. Adriana está arrasando. No, that was my vote. That was my vote. I was going to say, I voted for Francis because I'm like, I want to see Francis get drunk and make mistakes in another book. Cool. So let's move right along to best representation. And so representation, right? It's a contentious <clears throat> word now. But some books really do have like a great, like overall, like real world feeling, right? Uh, so which book had the best representation in terms of like themes, story, and character? It felt like 
true to life. It felt true to us and our values, right? And so the winner is Lesbiana's Guide to Catholic School by Sonora Reyes. I love this little gay juice. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> um, and I voted, I voted for this one. Uh, I did too. I had voted for silver because I was trying to think of all the different kinds of people that we saw um, and like the different relationships and stuff. I do think that Lesbiana's Guide had really, really good representation. Um, I think I was more focused on like the the different age groups being represented mm -hmm. in silver and like people who were trans, people who were like seemed to be non-binary. I, I was seeing representation more on like the scale of gender and sexual identity um but i agree that lesbianas does have a lot more like lifestyle representation like the different family i actually think you guys made a, a good decision no but i tash i get what you're saying where like if we think of like the romances we typically read the even just just the age ranges in silver is like not our typical ol reads so you know what I mean? Like that's the representation we need more of. <laughs> um, yeah, I was a. I, it was between uh, lesbianas and silver for me. I think. Yeah. Like right, the. I think that the the concept behind silver was was representation, and so it. Mm -hmm. And this one felt very like, not that it was incidental. I don't know. It just worked. Both worked really it was well. Like organic representation. Yeah. Yeah. And versus I, like the goal of the book, which, I think, is nice to see. Yeah, and I think it both are good. Both are just good. They were both really good books. I really enjoyed Silver, and I liked our, I loved our discussion on it. Oh gosh, okay. Uh, <laughs> biggest disappointment. Big disappoint. Oh, we did not agree on this. We were all disappointed. Really, by this very one different was books. hard. This one was Ooh. hard because I, I've. Read the results and then we'll we'll, we'll, talk <laughs> about it. we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So this one is which book did not deliver on its premise promise? Somebody voted for Seven Days in June. Somebody voted for Who's Loving You, and somebody voted for Reputation. And the winner mm -hmm. was Who's Loving You. Amanda chose Who's Loving You, <laughs> Love Stories by Women of Color, and. I think what she told me, like afterwards when I was putting the presentation together, she said that in that hangout, we all kind of sounded a little bit like deflated. Like we really thought it was going to be maybe a little bit more bubblier than, than it actually was, than what we actually got. Um, that's not to say that it's a bad book. It just wasn't like the mood or the vibe that we were kind of anticipating. I voted for Reputation. But it's not because I didn't like the book because I really, really liked it. It's because when I started reading, reading it, I thought it was going to be more in line with like Jane Austen slash Mean Girls because of the way it was described. And so I didn't get that as much reading through it. And I really liked it. But I was expecting like a framework that was closer to that. So for the first part of reading the book, I was trying to figure out who was which character. Um, and then with Who's Loving You, I... I knew the stories were going to be sad, 
So I wasn't necessarily disappointed and I knew what Better Off Red was going to be. Like with the books, <laughs> even if they weren't my favorite, I knew what I was expecting from them. So they weren't disappointing in that sense because it's not like I read it and was like, oh, what is this? It's like, oh, yeah, I knew this was going to be this. So that's the only reason I voted for Reputation. Otherwise, it took me a really long time to just pick something. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the best overall. So out of all of the books, which one? did we like the most the one best book we read all year and the winner of best overall was seven days in june this was actually a unanimous vote (laughs) this wasn't my favorite book but i think this was the best book we read like i think this was the best written book i mean i just thought that this category would be like exactly what our instagram post was i recognize that the book that I enjoyed, I think I gave you the kiss quote quotient as like my favorite. Maybe I, I'm I'm looking now. Okay. If that's the one I gave you, I recognize that that is not the best book of the bunch. I see. Like I liked a specific thing about it. And so I had a lot of fun with it, but mm-hmm. this book I think was just the strong. Yeah. You said the kiss quotient and yeah. Chris said, um, the Adriana Herrera book. Yeah, they're really close. Like, I want to put mm-hmm. like seven days in June and then like right underneath it, I'm going to put Caribbean Airs. Like, one of the things that I, I think that the book challenged me too. Like, I was like, oh, I don't like this about it. I don't like that about it. But like, it, it is a book that I still think about. Like, I think about the book every now and then. I still actually own the book. I kept it. Um, I really enjoyed our discussion. And I think on its own, it stands up like really well. I just thought it was a great book. And I think that mm-hmm. overall, like of all yeah. of our reads, it's it's right at the tippy top, right at the tippy yeah. top. Like, and also, like I know this is not a category, but I think it had the sexiest cover. Yes, That's and it had one. yeah, and it had like it had a good premise. It had really good delivery on that premise. It yeah, it was like complicated. It had really good side characters. So like it, this book really like kind of fills out the rest of the our categories like if this book on its own even though other books one does have great yeah. side characters does have a hot sex scene does have really good representation does have it has a lot of it so overall that's why that's why i chose it all right now we can talk about uh hanging out so you know we get together once a month and we talk about the books that we read and sometimes we dress up for them and sometimes we have like a theme drink which book club meeting was your absolute favorite this year and the winner for favorite hangout was better off red by rebecca weatherspoon because it was very uh, (laughs) i think it was halloween i mean i voted for it because it was halloween there was my fangs my fangs did not come in on time um but i still felt like we captured the essence of like sexy vampire sorority we looked good and i had a really good time during that hangout i voted for it i voted for uh the accidental pinup just because i thought we all looked really cute (laughs) (laughs) i mean we did we did it was serving looks i'm like "Mm, i feel like we just like had a good laugh but also we looked really cute and i'll just go for that one (laughs) yeah i mean this one was just it was fun. It w- was a close. close yeah, we laughed a lot. <laughs> we laughed. I mean, like, and and I want to say that this um, hangout 
had one of like our most popular reels come from it. I it keep is. getting it likes. Has, from it, it has over twenty one thousand views. <laughs> We've never had anything go even remotely close to that. No. <laughs> you just need to be wearing vampire teeth all the time, you guys. Yeah, I mean, I well, still you have had, mine. You had those like uh, streaks too. Like, oh, the, crying like, the, the crying the, face, the black tears. <laughs> It was good. I had a really good time during that hangout and uh, I had a good time during accidental pinup too. I thought we were serving looks and I thought that it actually had a little bit of everything. We were like, oh, we were like mm. really, we were actually critical of the book. We were looking pretty good and we laughed quite a bit at Reed Montgomery's expense. So that's all. That was also when it was a very close one. All right. So that's, I think that's the end of our, our categories per se. Uh, yeah. So now we get to talk about who our favorite characters were and who our least favorite characters were. So um, what was a character that you loved like the most across all of the books, any of that you remember, uh, the one that you loved the most? And what was a character that you hated with all of your guts or, you know, disliked intensely or, you know, just didn't care for? <laughs> so I picked the daughter in Seven Days in June. That's exactly the kind of character that I want to develop in my own writing like I just thought she was so well-rounded even though she was a side character I really wanted to know more about her I wanted more scenes with her in it um, and so even though she wasn't part of any romance or a main character she's someone that I remember being like mm, that's that that's how you write a good kid <laughs> My least favorite love interest was definitely Reed. And so that's who I picked. Like, I definitely didn't hate him, but it's just like, if I was to make a list of like the order of which I'd be interested in dating the various love interests, like he would be at the bottom. I had written down two names, but my executive decision for character that I liked the most was Jami. Jami. I just felt so bad for that girl. Like, I wanted to be like, <laughs> you're going to be okay. Like, you're trying so hard. You're trying to take care of your brother. You're trying to, like, be there for your family. Your dad's a piece of shit. Like, it just, I felt for her a lot. Um, and I just wanted to see her, like, find happiness. And then the characters that I, the character that I hated, I, it's a tie between the girl who outed Jamilet at her school, that one girl who was a bitch, and that one asshole who like assaulted Francis and was just like assaulting women and in, in mm. reputation and like nothing yeah. bad happened. Yeah, he was money. terrible. Yeah, fuck that guy specifically. Character I love the most, Lusalana from Caribbean Heiress in Paris. I really loved her character. I just, I really liked her. I thought she was, she was great um, Latinx rep, uh, great like historical Latinx rep. And you know, I just, I'm a sucker for a fucking lady with a pistol strapped to her thigh. I just <laughs> can't handle it. It was a goner from the moment I heard about it. I was gone. Um, I had a three-way tie. Characters I hated with all of my heart that I would banish to the deepest pits of character hell. And uh, two of them overlap with the shies. Uh, the rapist from Reputation. Uh, the uh, sex pest of the kiss quotient i forget his name but i fucking hated oh, the that co-worker guy. the one yeah co the co-worker mm. i just i i know i wouldn't i don't know if he was a sex pest but that's the i was getting those vibes yeah i yeah, hated him wait i forgot the other one's try uh the girl who outed yummy and the that stupid bitch wait you didn't pick death i well death i will he'll come up later don't worry <laughs> <laughs> 
I know I need to save my energies for like where they really matter, which is uh, <laughs> going to be now here and the uh, kiss slash fuck Mary kill gauntlet. So uh, I now love these little icons. <laughs> <laughs> I put a little cherry because I was like, okay, like you can kiss, but it's also like you know cheeky, you know. So there's a cherry and a ring and a sword. Give me a character who you would uh, fuck slash just kiss if you're not into into that. Uh, Mary have a life bond with or and kill <laughs> uh drea you can go first my anything would be a group situation with all the horsemen <laughs> so many they're all they're all <laughs> in the final book so i'm just saying like they're all there like <laughs> oh boy um i love the horsemen i'm gonna miss reading those books so much <laughs> um mary i would marry cassie because I just think in addition to just being like a cool just like lady, I feel like our um, careers and like positions and I don't know, just the way where we are in life would really mesh up, you know, and I, I could write, she could take her photos. We'd be like that artsy couple, you know, like creating our own empires in like different artsy like ways. And then kill all of the men in who's loving you. Just all of them. All them cheating ass sons of bitches. <laughs> just, just all of them. My fuck, Mary kill for kiss or fuck. I just picked Michael from the kiss quotient because I feel like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Wow. I'd be like, here are all the hangups I have with sex and all the problems I have. Like, give me a an outline. Like, break let's outline. Break down my barrier, baby. Um, for Mary, I would marry James from Caribbean Heiress because he's got a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but also he's like handsome too. He's handsome, but he also has Whatever. like a company. He's one of those like <laughs> the the like the fucking families that have money now, whose family like bought railroads in the eighteen somethings. Like yeah. that family's gonna have money forever. So I'm like, okay, I'll just I'll marry into that. And then I put that I would kill that one asshole from Better Off Red, who then was like a psychopath. Apparently. Oh my gosh. I yeah. forgot about that guy until we got to this part. And then I was like, oh, fuck that guy who like, yeah. we were supposed to feel bad for him. And then he's apparently a psychopath. And then he like, like pushes her down the stairs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oof. Yes. And then okay. I put, I that also horsemen, but mostly that guy. <laughs> <laughs> The horseman's gonna die. That uh, was like you, Andrea. But no, that one vampire guy, fuck him. I'm just saying, the horsemen all had redemption arcs. Yeah, this guy just died. Because he's <laughs> a shit. And no one took care of him earlier. <laughs> um, so I need to amend my, like, hate it with all my guts. Because I completely forgot about that guy. I and completely so forgot about that guy. Until too. I got to this category. And then yeah. I was like, well, I already picked. Well, that's how unnecessary he was. This. That's how unnecessary <laughs> he was to that plot, honestly. Seriously. Okay. My fuck Mary Kill gauntlet. Uh, I would fuck Camila because I would love to know what it would be like to have a mind blowing you all lesbian sex. vampire sex. <laughs> yes, I would be like, you know what? You only live once. Put your fangs in my clit. <laughs> Let's see what the fuss is all about. Uh, I would absolutely bang it out with Camila and I would have her do do all of the things for me. Have her call me baby, all the things. Yeah. I would marry Lusalana. Like, I know that she's not rich in this situation, but like culturally, yes. And I, you know, would love to just have a. She's going to be rich though. Hot, boozy wife. Mm -hmm. And I love that you picked Evan because now I feel like maybe like we're. A... <laughs> 
spiritually married, like in our own head canons, um, or like spiritually like double married or double dating or whatever. And then, okay, so my kill is well, well, well. Now that I have all four of you rounded up together, <laughs> it's time for reparations for all of the harm that you did to humankind during your stupid rampage that was only stopped by just like fortuitous pussy coming into your life at the appropriate moment. And so I would smite every single fucking horseman that I had the unfortunate you know luck to read and to have to witness saying the name of the main character over a hundred times in each book i would kill every single one of those assholes now that they are mortal and that there's no chance of them ever coming back to bother me ever again i would murder every single one of them in their sleep i would make sure that i would kill their children too just in case they have any oh horseman genes i would make sure that they're enabling stupid bitch ass wives who gave them pussy in the first place were also murdered i would murder every single person in the horseman of the apocalypse by laura Th Thessala, Thalassa universe. That is my kill. I hope that's satisfactory to you all. Um, but yeah, that's it for the awards this year. I'm very pleased with our our choices. I was really pleased with our reading year. I really had such a good time. Uh, as I always do. I just, you know, I feel like every year that we do it, I feel like we are like stronger in our book choices and our analysis and in our friendship and our communication. So I just, I had a great year and I just wanted to kind of like shout that out now too. Uh, had a great time. I, I feel like I read some really good books, death notwithstanding. Um, yeah, I, all of them, you know, 11 out of 12 ain't bad. So <laughs> um, if you haven't done so, Go ahead and subscribe uh, either on YouTube, podcast catcher of your choice, and I'll just let my little voiceover thing take it from here. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. You can support Only Lovers Book Club by dropping some change in our tip jar and buying some books with our bookshop link. You can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club, and from there, find our individual accounts and projects. Feel free to favorite or rate us if that's an option for you. But always make sure to like and subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode.